Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we've been looking in First Peter uh, what the Lord has to say to us, and as we find in all portions of the Scripture, uh, He has a lot to say, right? So let's just jump into the third chapter, and we're actually up to the 10th verse, and the 10th verse begins with this word, for, F-O-R, for. And so it carries the idea of like a therefore or in light of. Well, we have to back up and say, well, what's, what's the context? Well, if you've been listening, you know. So let me just remind you what we looked at in the last episode. Peter actually said in the 8th verse, to sum up, and he'd been talking about to masters and slaves and wives and husbands, how they are to relate to one another. But then he sums it all together and he says to sum up all of you. So he's not uh, speaking just to particular groups. He's saying all of you uh, are to do something, to be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead. For you were called for the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. Don't ever forget that. We are to speak forth blessings, uh, even when evil has come our way, even when someone is uh, bringing insult against insult <clears throat> into our lives. We are called to be the source of the blessing. Then the word, verse 10, for, and then Peter quotes uh, the Old Testament. Uh, let me see here. So over the next three verses, uh, he speaks various phrases from various parts of the Scripture. And often the same thing is repeated through the Scripture, just in different kind of ways. He says, For the one who desires life, to love and see good days, must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Verse 11, He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears attend to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Boy, those are some profound verses right there. And we really could spend quite a bit of time and going back and checking each one of the cross references because there are many, many, many that are. Uh, 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 inferences uh, related to this kind of thing and direct quotes. But the bottom line is he's saying this, you want to live life, you want to love, you want to see good days, which I think most people say, yes, we would love to have a life like that. Then it's real simple. Then keep yourself from evil. Keep your tongue from evil and keep your lips from speaking deceit. And folks, this is such a needed word because we all... Uh, uh, are tempted in this way, <coughs> okay, quite often it comes across within the body of Christ of, well, I misspoke, or I forgot, or I didn't know, and and it's just deceit, it's just speaking forth deceit, all too often to make ourselves look good in the eyes of somebody else, to cover something that's occurred, and he says don't do this, he says you must turn away from evil and do good, and he says you must seek peace and pursue peace. And that, that's often hard to do. Too often we want to come back and just say, well, I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm not going to have anything to do with it. That's their problem. When we really have a role to pursue peace and to help someone, particularly a brother, a true brother that might have 
uh, stumbled into something or overtly done some things like this with uh, speaking evil with their tongues or deceit with their lips. Remember what the scripture says. If you point out a sin to a brother and you win him over and get, you know, he repents and he confesses, that's a good thing. So why do we do all this? Well, the last verse tells us, for the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous. You see that in First Chronicles 16, I think, and in a, a couple other places in the Scripture where it says the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro across the earth looking for a man that he can pour forth his power upon, his blessing upon, where he can do something through. The Lord is actively looking and searching for such individuals. His eyes are toward the righteous, and his ears attend to their prayer. Okay? You remember earlier when it was talking about husbands, make sure you, you relate to your wife in a certain kind of way, that your prayers be not hindered. He says it's the same thing here. You need to make sure that you keep your tongue from evil. You may, need to make sure that your lips are not speaking deceit in any way because this will keep the ears of the Lord attended to your prayer. But then he closed with this, that the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Now, we know that Father uh, is spirit. And so th this is referred to as anthropomorphism, right? <laughs> the idea being that God is describing himself and speaking of himself in terms that we can understand, that the eyes of the Lord, in other words, that the Lord sees, that the, his ears attend, that he hears, okay, that the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. In other words, he is going to stand against those who do evil. Now, the Lord is releasing this word through Peter to believers. And as part of this summing up, as part of this whole thing of don't return evil for evil or insult for insult, but give blessing instead. And I know it's a hard line. It really is because sometimes uh, if, if you're sharing concerns, if you're sharing problems, you can cross over real quick into speaking evil. Okay, you can cross over real quick. Boy, do I see this within the body of Christ, where you cross over into spiritual hyperbole, okay? You know, to where there's this spiritual one-upmanship that takes place. You know, well, I've done this, I've done that, or yeah, I really meant this, or oh, yeah, and, and there's just no truth to it, and it starts building and building and building. And he's saying, don't get caught up in this thing. God knows, He sees, He hears, and His face is going to be against you. Okay. And let me just close it with this last verse right here, and we'll probably start the next time with this. And the next verse is verse 13. And he says this, Who is there to harm you if you prove zealous for what is good? That's a question. He said, If you will do what is good and you prove to be zealous in doing that, who's going to harm you? Nobody's going to harm you. These other things we do uh, out of a fleshly defense of self, and, and what does that communicate? It communicates that we put more trust in what we can do, more trust in ourselves, and it actually is a form of idolatry, okay? A form of idolatry because we're trusting in our abilities and our ways rather than trusting in the Most High God. Anyway, a profound word for the body of Christ. Don't exchange evil for evil in any way, and don't return insult for insult. And guard our hearts and guard our tongues, right? Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time.